Hi friends, welcome to the Mother with a Loud Mind podcast. If this is your first time joining, thank you so much for being here. I highly encourage you to go back to episode zero, I almost didn't do this, where you can get a little insight into what future episodes will be about and get to know me a little better. If you are a returning listener, you are seriously the coolest and I appreciate you endlessly. Please feel free to give this podcast a review and rating at the end of the episode. It really helps us grow and reach a larger audience. I'm your host, Morgan Klontz. Let's get into today's episode. Today's episode is kindly sponsored by Tucked in Boutique. Tucked in Boutique is a small business owned by a 23-year-old entrepreneur whose goal is to empower women through the clothing that accentuates their body the best. Tucked in Boutique offers styles for all body types, including plus-size pieces. My favorite part about Tucked in Boutique? All designs under $50. That means shoes, accessories, and apparel that won't break the bank. And you can receive free shipping when you spend $75 or more. Fall is right around the corner, so be sure to head over to tuckedinboutique.com to get a head start on your fall wardrobe. You can find them on Instagram at tuckedinboutiqueny and follow along for sneak peeks of new arrivals and sale items. Again, their website is tuckedinboutique.com, which will be linked in the show notes, so be sure to head over there after this episode and support a woman-owned small business. Hello, friends. So today I want to talk about something that I'm currently walking through and have been for a while, um, almost two years. Um, So as you know by now, I have two kids under two, which means I essentially had two pregnancies back to back. I got pregnant with Dallas whenever it was nine months old. So just as I was starting to feel like myself again, um, I was beginning to undergo another drastic bodily change. Um, weight fluctuation is something I've dealt with my entire life, especially after high school. I lost like 30 pounds after gaining a lot towards the end of high school. Um, I was working when I lost all the weight, I was working in a huge hospital as a pharmacy tech and walking like five to six miles per shift all over the hospital, like six or seven days a week, sometimes nine days in a row. Um, because I worked a lot of overtime. So I quickly lost a lot of weight and got into probably, I wouldn't say the best shape of my life, but like the smallest, (laughs) but I wasn't like healthy by any means. I didn't really eat a ton. I'd eat like one big meal a day and it was usually fast food, like on my way to work because I worked second shift. So three to 11. Um, and I drank a ton of caffeine, like three coffees in the morning at home and maybe a coffee on the way to work. There was a Starbucks in the hospital. So I would frequently stop there. I would have an energy drink by like 8 PM, um, sometimes two per shift. Um, and even on my days off, I would drink a lot of coffee. So I just overall wasn't taking care of myself nutritionally, but all that mattered to me at the time was that I was skinny and I had never considered myself skinny before. And I don't even really think I considered myself skinny. I just knew that people were noticing that I had lost weight and I was smaller and I was wearing like a size small and a size two in jeans and I felt good in a bathing suit. And I was really happy about that, which wasn't a healthy mindset at all. I probably had some underlying body dysmorphia and disordered eating tendencies as well. But anyway, I got pregnant with Everett mm, two years almost after the initial weight loss. 
And so I got pregnant with Everett and I was terrified of gaining weight. And I knew that I would probably never look the way that I looked again. My body was going to go through a huge change. My clothes weren't going to fit anymore. And it was really just defeating. Like I had finally gotten down to a size and weight I was happy with. And now it's all out the window. So not that it matters. I'm just trying to give you a visual. But I gained a little over 60 pounds with Everett. I think like 62 pounds. And granted, he was a 10-pound baby, and I had a larger-than-average placenta. I had that with both kids. Um, But the rest of that weight, I can't blame on him. (laughs) And yeah, weight gain is completely normal. With pregnancy, I think by, like, your second trimester, you're expected to gain, like, a pound a week or something. Um, But I just kind of was eating whatever I wanted, and I used the excuse of, well, I'm pregnant, I'm eating for two. (laughs) And... At this point, I'm working in an office setting and sitting at a desk 10 hours a day. I'm not exercising outside of work. I'm not exercising at all. Um, I was very stationary all day, and I gained more weight than I wanted to. And, I, you know, it is what it is. But people were still telling me how small I was and that I was all belly and I looked so good and that I was going to shrink back down and I had nothing to worry about. And then on the other hand... I had the nurse at my OB's office, you know, you go in every appointment and get weighed. And I had the nurse at the OB's office telling me I had gained a lot of weight and I was overweight and I, I shouldn't weigh that much at my height. And she wasn't very nice about it. And she was asking me like, what are you eating? Like, what what is going on? And I was just like embarrassed. And I had this battle going on in my mind. I'm hearing two different things about my body and my weight. So then I started to think, well, all the people that are telling me I look great must be lying and I'm actually huge and people are probably talking about me behind my back saying, oh my gosh, have you seen her? She's gigantic. (laughs) And I'm thinking, well, I need to go on a strict diet and I need to cut out carbs. And then I'm thinking, well, that can't be healthy for my baby and I can't starve myself while I'm pregnant. And it was just a really negative and unhealthy thought circle that I was dealing with for like the last six to eight weeks of my pregnancy. So after Everett, I obviously lost quite a bit of weight, like immediately, like first couple of days. Um, I think I lost around 27 pounds. Um, Again, not that that matters. I'm just trying to like give you an idea of what was happening. Um, But most of that weight ended up being fluid and water weight because I was so incredibly swollen. Again, he was a big baby. So I lost like half of my pregnancy weight gain in like the first week. Um, And I just remember once I got home, I would get out of the shower and I would take pictures of my body and compare them to like pre-pregnancy photos. And I would just look at myself and I was still looking six months pregnant and I was swollen and I had all this loose skin hanging off of me and stretch marks everywhere, and my boobs were deflated because, uh, you know, that's just what happens, and I just didn't recognize myself, and I just hated the way I looked, and I became so self-conscious, and I didn't even want my husband to see me, like, fresh out of the shower without a towel on because I thought he was going to become unattracted to me. I was at my smallest when he and I started dating, and now I was a completely different person, and I just felt so unhappy, and like it was so unfair that I had lost half the weight but still looked like that. 
And people told me I would snap right back and I didn't. And I started to compare myself to moms on Instagram and on YouTube that would post their two-week postpartum updates. And I didn't look anything like that. So time went on and I lost a little more weight, like maybe five pounds. But those extra 25 pounds were hanging on for dear life. And like I told you a few weeks ago, my breastfeeding journey did not last long. So, I mean, I couldn't rely on that um, to help me lose the weight. I don't even know if that's true. I don't really know if it does help it come off. But um, those extra 25 pounds never did come off. And I was constantly like body checking Every time I'd walk past a mirror, I would like suck in a little bit and I hated trying on clothes because I was wearing a bigger size and I always wore baggy stuff um, and I wouldn't post pictures unless they were at an angle that made me look smaller. Um, Forget a bikini, I would wear a cover up over my one piece because I was self-conscious of the way my arms looked and my ankle. It was a whole, it was just terrible and I just... I'm just talking about that now. I'm like, wow, I just can't believe that I got to that point. And I know so many people do, and it makes me so sad. Um, so anyway, I get pregnant with Dallas, and I'm thinking, well, great, here we go again. I'm going to get even bigger because I still have the baby weight from Everett. And um, I went into that pregnancy with another negative mindset regarding my body, and the whole time, I'm hyperfixating on my weight and the size of my jeans and the cellulite on my legs and the stretch marks left behind from my first pregnancy. I'm looking past why those stretch marks were there and what created the loose skin and the life that grew within me and the gift I was given of a child and the trauma my body went through bringing the child into the world. And so after I gave birth to Dallas, it kind of clicked for me that I had just given life to two children within 18 months. And in order to do that, my body had to change. It was inevitable. And it was a good thing that it changed. I couldn't have accomplished that if my belly didn't grow and I didn't grow a placenta and my blood volume didn't increase to support life. I had to eat a little more to nourish the baby. And I had such high expectations for myself because I had never seen what an average woman's body looks like after birth. I had only seen doctored up Instagram photos and YouTube videos, and I didn't know that it was completely normal to not bounce back two weeks postpartum. It's not even normal to bounce back a year postpartum or more. You spend nine months growing a baby in an entire extra organ. You birth the baby. You may feed the baby with your body, and society wants you to look the way you did nine months ago in a matter of two weeks. That's not normal, and it's an unrealistic expectation. So anyway, I want to share this poem that the Labor Mama posted on Instagram. Her username is at the Labor Mama. If you want to find it and read it for yourself, it's um, the caption to a black and white photo of her like holding her baby after she just gave birth and it's from August 13th so it's pretty recent it won't take you long to find and I think it just perfectly and beautifully captures what the body goes through to birth a child so it says we puke we swell we stretch marked herniated nauseous we contract we dilate we bleed prolapsed torn stitched we shake we take we lay down, incised, stapled, deflated. We hope, we poke, we cry, fostered, adopted, fertilized. We feed, we crack, we pump. 
engorged, bottled, pacified. We raise, we fail, we win. Exhausted, remodeled, remade. In any other place, in other seasons, for any other reason, we would never. No one would, but for this, we do. So I want to draw attention to my favorite line of this entire thing. She says, exhausted, remodeled, remade. Think about that. Our bodies are remodeled and remade. So compare that to remodeling your home. Once it's remodeled, it's something completely new and redesigned. It's not the way it once was. In fact, if you look up the definition of remodeled, it says to change the structure or form of, to shape again or differently. When something is remodeled, such as your home, it's changed, and usually the change is permanent. Improvements can be added on in the future. Things may change visually, but it never goes back to its original, excuse me, your original form. So, when you look at your postpartum body, look at the changes your body has gone through, the reshaping and remodeling that has taken place, and then look at the children that came from that, the product of your body's project. And is it even really that important? Are our stretch marks and loose skin so significant that we shame our own bodies for doing exactly what it was supposed to do? You have the rest of your life and your children's lives ahead of you, and they aren't getting any younger and neither are you. So I urge you to spend your time, especially those first few weeks postpartum, because they are precious. They are hard, but they are precious and you will miss them. So I urge you to spend that time not analyzing every inch of your body and telling yourself you have to start counting calories now and exercising intensely and spending time away from your child trying to bounce back, as they say, and spend those first weeks getting to know every inch of your baby and appreciating your body for the beauty it created and the job well done that it did. And please get in the pictures with your kids. Don't miss out on being in a photo and not capturing a memory that includes you because you don't like the way you look. Your children do not care what you look like and all they are going to remember is how beautiful their mom is. And they will want to look back on pictures of, of themselves that include you. You are beautiful, your body is amazing and strong, and it was remodeled and reshaped into a body that you should be proud of. And if you want to feel better, don't restrict yourself. Don't overexercise. Being healthy is absolutely important, and you should want to take care of your body, but do so with a goal to be healthy for your kids so you can run around and play with them and you can be there for all of their life events, their wedding, your grandchildren, not with the goal to look like you did before you got pregnant, because chances are you're just not going to, okay? I'm sure this message was for someone, but I really think it was for me. So thank you for listening and letting me share my heart and my struggles as you do every single week. Um, I was just talking to a woman earlier this week that was sharing with me her struggle with fertility. And I was explaining, you know, that's why that's my goal with this platform is to just be real and vulnerable and tell you what goes through my mind, whether it be good, bad, negative, positive, whatever it may be, and to create a safe place for women to come and find solace and know they're not alone 
and that 99% of moms are struggling with all the same things. And we do such a good job at hiding that for everyone else. And we deal with it all on our own. And I think in any situation, not even motherhood, but with everything you deal with in life, it's very helpful, like I've said many times, to listen to how someone else handles it and listen to their struggles and just have someone to relate to whether you know them on a personal level or not. Um, But you all have made me feel accepted and I want everyone that listens to these episodes to know that you have a community and there are other women like you. And as always, if you want to talk to me about anything, I check my DMs on my personal and the podcast Instagram very frequently, multiple times a day. Um, And I'm happy to talk with you anytime about any questions or things you want to get off your chest, anything you're going through, because chances are I've probably gone through the same thing. My kids are still small. I'm in the middle of toddlerhood. I haven't reached the potty training yet, but we'll be there soon. So I'm sure we'll talk about that. But, you know, as far as pregnancy and traumatic births and having two kids and two under two and you know, all the things that come within those first two years of life. I've been there. We can talk. But anyway, I just want you to know that you have a place to come, someone to talk to, and everyone that listens. It's amazing the feedback I've gotten. Um, Like, I get messages every single day that are like, wow, I listened to episode four. And, you know, I'm go- it's so crazy that we basically went through the same thing. And I have been having these exact same feelings. And so just know that... Um, you're not alone. You might think you are, but you're not. So I hope you all have a great week and I'll see you next Friday. You have officially made it to the end. (laughs) Thank you so much for making it this far. If you stick around for just another second, I'd love to share some affirmations with you today. I am a good mom. I am exactly who my kids need. I am grateful for the time I get to spend with my kids. My kids do not need a perfect mom. I will stay calm, even in the midst of chaos. I am worthy of love and affection. God wants what's best for my life, so I will relinquish all my fears onto Him as they are not my burden to bear. I will live in the moment today and not stress about my past or worry about the future. My past mistakes do not define who I am now. I am a strong and confident woman. I am an intelligent individual. God has called me to motherhood and through him I can do all things. I love my body and am comfortable in my own skin. I am exactly where I'm supposed to be. I am a kind human being. I am not just a mom.